You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene. And streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for the sing-off. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip about the sing-off. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now... Picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. It's After Buzz TV for the singer. Hey, everybody! It's Tamara Berg. I'm here with Steve Bottomley for hey. season three, episode two of the Sing Off. Sing Off. Um, Jesse, you did not see the episode, right? I just want to establish that right from the beginning. Unfortunately, I okay. Did not. You're gonna have to watch it. Okay. Um, but here we are, season three, episode two, your first episode yes. ever. Yes. You've never seen a single sing off no. episode. No. Um, and so I just I wanna get out right in the beginning that you and I, Steve, have, we've known each other for a long time. Yes, we long time friends. Yes, I think we, we, we actually consider each other I consider you to be family to me. Okay. Can I borrow and- ten bucks? <laughs> Haven't we done that already? Don't you already owe me 10? <laughs> okay. Okay, probably. Continue. <laughs> um, but we not only know each other, you're a musician. Yes. And you're a singer, songwriter, musician. And we have sung together. Yes, we, we were have. in a choir together. And that yes, was actually how we met. Yes, it is. Was in a choir. And so I've been telling all my friends for over a year that you have to watch the thing off. You have to watch the thing off. And I bullied you about it last week. And you said, okay, I'll show. All right. And we'll so come. here we are. So I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here too because honestly uh i was really expecting to see what i eventually did see yeah but uh besides that it's that is a lot of talent that walks up uh, on that stage that's what i and, keep saying to yeah, people i know and you think acapella and th- uh, tonight th- we got to see uh acapella in pretty much every form yeah pretty much every yep. form um, from the standard, from the old school to, you know, we're going to turn this song on its edge. and um, But, yeah, it, it's – I can't wait to get into it. Well, so, yeah. For, so the first thing I want to know, because we were obviously sitting in the same room watching the show, and every couple of minutes I'd turn to you and go, oh, my God. Eh! And then we would go, wait, save it for the show. And so my first question to you is, what do you think of this thing off? What's your, what's your overall impression for the, from, for the first episode? My overall impression is um, it's there's like like I said there's a lot of talent mm-hmm. on the show. Um, I'm not sure what the judges are looking for at this at this stage. Mm-hmm. I think what they're looking for at this stage is who's the weakest ones that we can't work with right. any longer. Right. So at this point, I think they're just looking for a level of ability. Uh huh. Um, and it, it'll be interesting to see as it goes on. Okay, now what are you zeroing in on, and what are you know what are the factors that you're going to be 
you know, looking at. Yeah, because as as I said to you, and we kind of all know from watching, especially singing competition shows, it begins with the criticism being very light and fluffy right. and not very challenging at all. Right. Right. And and that's what we saw here tonight. There was very little actual criticism, and it actually made the 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 criti- the the critical critiques mm-hmm. uh, kind of glaring. He went, "Oh, well, they're going home." Yeah. Oh, yeah. And any time they went off the, uh, oh, my God, you're awesome page, it was pretty much like, you guys oh, want to start packing your bag. You're definitely going to be thinking about that. Yeah. yeah enjoy the bus. Uh, so I just want to start with the opening song. And, and it was sang by My Chemical Romance. And watching it, I just was tapping my feet and saying, this is why I love this show. <laughs> I just love it. It just, it makes me so happy. It was, it was a beautiful song. I love how they roll out a new yeah. group. Yeah. And so you get to kind of get just a little taste of them. Right. And there were some great reveals when they brought out uh, Messiah's Men. Mm-hmm. Totally unexpected. And I mm-hmm. went, oh, my God. And mm-hmm. then when they brought out the Jewop group, the North Shore, again, just great reveals. Your impressions about that opening number? I'm right with you. Um, th- the only thing would be uh, just figuring out how to isolate each performer or each group a little bit more when they come out. Uh-huh. Because by the time everyone's there, it's a wall of sound. Yeah. It's a beautiful wall of sound. Yeah. But if you're the last band coming in, I'm sorry, the last group coming yeah. in, um, you know, you're just kind of adding more. There's nothing you're going to do there. So, mm-hmm. and the other thing I would think is that in the audience, it's probably a really just, you know, knock uh, your socks off sort of right. experience. Whereas over the air, You've got the limiters and you've got, yes. you know, everyone working to make sure it's all sounding even. Right. So, uh, but if if you're going to kick off a uh, acapella show, that's an awesome way to do well, it. Well, and there was something in the in the intro before that opening number, they were playing something and you turned to me and you go, wait a second, hold on. I thought this yeah. was an acapella <laughs> competition. And I went, Steve, that's voices. I know. So, right, yeah. even, even you were surprised right in yeah. the very beginning. Yeah. So... That's, yeah, that, that's again one of the things I uh, love about it. Absolutely, I, I kept going. Wait, what, why are they wait, using instruments what? in an acapella? Yeah. So, yep. which which is interesting. I will be really interested to see if anybody starts looking at that and going, "Wait a minute, if we can do a bass guitar and we can do drums, you know." Um, what else like, can we start an, bringing in here? It's guys? a little like animated, uh, taking taking the place of uh, actual actors it, <laughs> and having actors well, play multiple parts of things. Or like that. just, or just in the groups as they progress through. Right. If they start thinking, you know, maybe anybody want to take a solo here? You know, I mean, right? Because honestly, I think that um, based, and I guess we'll talk about this, but based on tonight, there's a few that are going to have to go. Okay, we we need to rethink this. Yes, and we re, really yes. need to say we've got these many voices. We need to take these voices and do something to bring us all right. How, how can we, how do we distinguish ourselves? Right. Basically, yeah. Right. So let's get right into um, the first group, which was the Dartmouth Airs from Dartmouth. University yes. in New Hampshire, uh, saying higher ground. Okay, another one mm-hmm. of the things I just generally want to say about this show, I love almost every single song. Practically every song they bring up, I go, oh my God, I love this song. <laughs> yes, you were. I was You were quite that. the cheerleader for the song list tonight. Uh, I know, I'm a little embarrassing, but since I think of you as a brother, I can do that in front of you. <laughs> oh, I love this song. I thought you oh loved the last one. Oh, I love no, this one more. I love this song. 
It's so true. But I, I'm a big Stevie Wonder fan, so that yeah. was great. Yeah, I, I don't think you can go wrong doing any Stevie Wonder song. Well, when you, especially when you consider who the judges are. You've right. got Ben Foltz, who's right. of that, you know, kind of a kid in the 70s. Right. Um, Sean, also, John, Sean John Stockman, Stockman, also right, kind of, you know, around that same age. Sarah Burrell's a little bit younger, but probably right. studied all the classics. So, yeah, you, you kind of can't go wrong with those the thing standards. About, the thing about doing the Stevie Wonder song is you better own it. You yeah. better make it your own because if you try to just so do a karaoke version yep. of it, it's going to just fall flat. And, yeah. and I thought they did. What I really liked about what they were doing is they, they had the bass as the root melody. I mm-hmm. mean, they really stuck with mm-hmm. that bass, which is really smart because higher ground is that bass riff, mm-hmm. you know, and just... Absolutely. I mean, yeah. once you hear that bit, you go. I'm not a bass. I'm an alto. But once you hear it, you go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they stuck with it, and then they they kept the melody pretty pretty true. But the surrounding stuff, they went more for the ninth and the fifths, and they really kind of took the outside notes and just tweaked them just enough to keep you interested and going. Okay, okay, I see where you're going. So that with the way that their clothes are and just their whole attitude. Yeah, they were really interesting to watch, weren't they? They do. They've Mm -hmm. got a style. They've got, you know, you're not going to mistake them for anybody else. And that's because they've got Steve Urkel with the crazy Mad Max hairdo (laughs) or whatever that was. And and they've got cereal buddy clothing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's the way I can appeals to me (laughs) a lot. And I plugged the movie. Right. There you go. There you go. So yeah, I was, I was, you know, I thought um, they did a good, good take on higher ground. You know, I have to say the one thing is that the lead vocalist to me, his voice was slightly shrill. Yes, he was. It was a little, you know, tinny, a little shrill, and. I talked about this last week, Jesse, you'll remember this, but um, one of the things that sort of bothers me about acapella groups is when they just do background and a single vocalist up front. Yeah. Because I don't think that that uses the medium to its fullest right. power. Right. And, and so they did some of that, and, I, and my note was they didn't do any whole group singing. And I really right. want to have, you know, maybe because they've got such a large number of mm-hmm. singers to do, you know, four voices doing something here and four voices doing something there and then the vocal coming out of of one lead and then another you know i like to see that kind of mix up because you can do that in this medium and and i didn't see that so that's that's sort of what i i look forward to with them and i think that's one of the things they have to they have to start to figure out a way to move off of we're four singers or how many singers there are and and you're an instrument you're a band essentially so like i said you've got the bass and the drums most of them do yep so now you've got to use these other voices to bring the rest of the instruments yep. and what you're talking about. Yep. Yep. But I thought they did, they covered that pretty good with what I said going with the sevens and the fifths and the ninths and, and just changing up the, the voices. But I mm-hmm. enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. I did too. I did too. New Hampshire represented. New Hampshire. Yo. Uh, so Pentonics from Arlington, Texas. Um, I, I wrote almost nothing about them, but I just said that oh, they're, yeah. they, they were re- I thought they were a really full sound for just five voices. Um, they did ET, right? And uh, the they were they were five voices. That's uh-huh. right. Um, the problem that they had was they oh, were right. two. Yeah. This is what I really liked about the show because they had two great examples of how to do this. Right. If you want to be a soul singer and if you want to have that energy and that depth, yeah. You, there were two awesome performer or groups. Yep. That proved it. Um. They did not. This wasn't one of them. No. 
there's a huge there's a huge mistake that goes on with a lot of singers, generally younger singers, who think that nasal and frill equals soul, and it doesn't. And when you have one person doing it, it's okay, but you can't do all of it. The other three, the other two, there's two vocal, three vocalists. Mm-hmm. You, all three of you can't do it because it sounds like a train wreck. And the, the mm-hmm. end of their song, everybody went into this frilly, soul right. thing. Right, uh, yeah, doing the, do, it's kind of the <laughs> styling, the song styling, yeah, yeah. right? And and first of all, it's, it's really tricky for one person to do it right. because you're still hitting notes. You better make sure those trill and frill Are within notes. the chord. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the end, it was just kind of uh, all over the place, way too frilly, way too just a, a mash of of just frill. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, they squeaked by, I think. Yeah. Although uh, on the on the um, on the first round of judging, they were like the first, you know, they're like, okay, you guys go off because we're gonna, you know, mess with the last two over here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't really know what the judges saw in it. To be honest, I, the bass was awesome, but he was a little off. That's what I wrote too. I said that the bass was amazing. Yeah, but he was also missing some of the notes because again, they were doing a lot of slides yeah. and stuff. And I uh-huh. think it's just it's, it's just an arrangement thing. And um, I don't know. Do, do you know if they have coaches with them? Do you know if they? Uh, you have know, I wrote a note or? here at the top that said, "Me, I need to find out about arranging. Uh, yeah. You know, who does the arrangements? Right. Uh, when we get further into the competition, they do more. So- each group does more songs. Obviously, in this competition, you have your swan song, which you always have ready. Right. And so far, we've only each group has only done one song per week. And it cha- right. as you go in further toward the last episode. Uh, they're doing three and sometimes four songs. Okay. So that's a lot to get done in a week. And sometimes it's not even a full week between episodes. Um, So they can't be doing their own arrangements because they they get given assignments as we go on. Um, They're told... You know, we want you to do a song by such and such, or actually, they give given the assignment of the song, so they can't be doing their own arrangements. But I'm sure they have heavy influence if they've got the chops to be able to do it. Well, so. I, I know there's a couple that we saw tonight that that did go ahead and get pushed forward, but um, they are going to need somebody on the outside yeah. to just listen and conduct. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I agree with you. I think uh, Pentonics days might be numbered, but we'll see. So we moved on to Messiah's Men oh, yeah. uh, from Minneapolis by way of Liberia. By way of Liberia in a civil war oh. that uh, was just tearing them apart. And essentially, what they were saying was, you know, in a, when you're in a war situation, there is no beauty. You know, there is nothing left in your country. There's yeah. there's there's just nothing except music. And while we were in refugee camps and as we were traveling, we would just get together and we would sing. And and they brought that with them. Yeah. Not just, you know, that experience, in their music. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the examples of, do you want to be a soul singer? Then watch these guys. Listen to these guys. It's not about technique. It's about opening your body Mm -hmm. and letting the sound of the soul emerge. And they all did that. Yeah. Unfortunately, they didn't do it enough. Right. We were I saying, thought they did. 
The judges didn't. Think right. That. Well, we were saying as they were singing, they were kind of sticking to a really traditional uh, um, version of people get ready, people which get we ready. have yes, actually yes, sung yes, together. Yeah, right. Like, we knew. And, and again, Written by Curtis Mayfield. You're, no, yeah, not. <laughs> um, they, they, they said, you know, and they introduced it. Uh, people get ready. And I went, oh, my God, I love this song. <laughs> And, and I think went, I said, I know. I know, because I've stood next to you and sung it with you. Because we've done this We song. did it. I think we were drinking, um, we were eating chocolates that were filled with liquor the first time we did it. Probably. Uh-huh. That's, uh, that, that's that, when you first knew you loved me. Yeah. <laughs> and it was quite the steady diet for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but no, they, but they, so, did, they, did, they did great. They, they were, but they were so they were sticking with kind of that traditional, yeah. you know, the the slow mm-hmm. kind of cadence of that song, and we both were saying it, they got to crack it open, yeah. they got to they got to yeah. really, you know, bring it out, and and they did, but it was at the very very end, and yeah. I wanted more. Yeah, they the problem with that song was when you get to the the parts where normally music will fill it. Yep, they weren't, and. I thought I was going to hear my first octave step of the evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I figured, okay, well, if it's coming, it's going to be on this song because it's a perfect song to you do that octave step, you yeah. know, half step yeah. up, yeah. you bring the energy up. Yes. But, but you have to be able to keep that dynamic building so that when you hit that octave step, everyone's going, ah, uh, yes, that's it. Let's yeah. go, let's go. And it lifts your heart. Yeah. yeah. They didn't do the octave step. They didn't. Fill in the gaps. There was too many times, or and and then this type of music. If you don't have that filled, that dynamic just drops. Yeah. And then you got to work to get it back up. And mm-hmm. if you can get it here, that's great. But mm-hmm. you generally you get it there and it drops. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that was what I think that's what shot him in the foot. Well, no pun intended. Well, but. and uh, but I I thought one of the, a couple of things that they said that I just wanted to mention was one of them mentioned in their uh, package that they showed before they sang that they said when we sing together it's like setting a caged bird free yeah. and I I thought that was such a beautiful metaphor and yeah. that was kind of what we were getting from them and uh, Sh- uh, Sean I think said you have you have storytelling voices yeah, yeah. and your your comment was. Do you remember? Uh, that's what they call soul. Yeah, okay. That's what you said. And that and sounds that's, so and, smart. And that, it does. I know. <laughs> that's why I said it. Um, but that's what we were, ta- were talking about, about sort of playing a character versus being a character, yes. you know, singing a song versus really conveying a song. I think yes. that's the difference there. And um, the, the snare drum. At the end, yeah. I turned to you and I went, oh, my God, that was a real snare yeah. drum. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a mistake to to vote them off this week i think it was a big mistake to vote them off and and the the second uh, the following group yeah is the reason why i'll let you set it up yeah uh, okay so sonos from los angeles i've heard of them and i have heard their music lots of times our friend john who mm-hmm. i mentioned last week uh, introduced me to them and i i'm not sure if i've seen them live but i've definitely heard their music recorded um, they did Wicked Game, Chris Isaac song, mm-hmm. a really, uh, to put it in Sean's terms, an ambitious arrangement. It was ambitious. Um, and your comment was? Uh, well, this isn't their fault. So okay. this, this okay. was uh, the way that they cut these pieces together. Mm-hmm. But you go from a group of guys talking about civil war yeah. in the country they grew up in yeah. and refugee camps and all of the horrors right. to Sonus complaining about not being able to use their FX pedals. <laughs> and I'm just going, really? 
Why don't you try fighting the Civil War without your FX pedals? Yeah. Um, and when you take a song like um, Wicked, Games, Wicked Games, which mm-hmm. is known for the hook. Yeah. That you hear, again, you hear that hook, you know the song, yep. and you pull that hook out of your song, out of your arrangement. You're you're gonna have to really work twice as hard to get the people to give them no something question. to hang their hook hat on. No question. And and that's what they did. Um, they they're, they 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 what they were saying is we like to take a song and turn it on its ear, which is cool. That's absolutely cool. Yeah. But you could also take the most recognizable part of that song and also turn that on its ear. Right. It doesn't mean you have to take stuff out. Turn the whole thing on its ear. You have to give your audience something to go. I'm with you still. I right. got that. I got that's part of the showmanship. That's part of the music. And also when you know when you say wicked game and you go Chris Isaac, I know this song and you start but you, but you haven't placed it yet and you start hearing the lyrics and you go I know this song and what's going through your head is the for me anyway, the lyrics come to me and then I go but what what is it what, am what I does missing? it sound like? What yeah. is it yeah. what what's the tri- you know and and it creates dissonance for right. me. Right. Right. You're not in the music. You're in your head. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And the, and the and the other problem I had with that was the dynamics. Instead of building up, it just kept dropping. Yeah, you know. And and, and that's the thing. They had similar problems. Right. Those two band, those two groups had similar problems. Yeah. Um, I, I th- just didn't think Messiah's Men were that bad. Right. Well, I felt like Sonos was energetically flat. Mm-hmm. And maybe had relied too much on their uh, gadgets, yeah, you know, in the yeah, past. Yeah. And and you know, it just I, I felt, and I felt this when I when I've listened to their CDs before. Um, and, and this is a terrible thing to say, but it's just the honest truth of how I feel about it. I it it was kind of Muzaki to me. Oh, yeah. It was just sort of like background music it didn't impress i didn't love it hmm. i didn't i didn't feel it from them and maybe it's because they're not using their gadgets that they're used to using or uh maybe they're better live but i i i wasn't loving it and well it, it if you rely good. too much on your effects pedals you become kiss. and then it's <laughs> 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 true um well then you better learn how to do without and if there's something that those pedals are doing that makes the song so cool, then figure, figure out, out how to, how to do, do that. it without. Yeah. Well, and and my comment was that they, that the voices felt thin to mm-hmm. me, and the way that one of the judges brought it out was they said, "Well, you know, it was a very spare, sparse arrangement." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, I, I also hear that as thin, and yeah. you know, not filled out." Right. So, and and again, it, you, at this stage of the the program, you, you do start to listen to the critiques of. You know, like I said, anything short of awesome. Right. (laughs) You're on the chopping block. Sorry. Well, and one of the things that I was just kind of thinking about was Sarah Barella said that she sang with, I think it was one of the guys. She said Chris. So I think it was the guy who was in the back. She sang with him in a college acapella group. And I thought, well, uh, how does that work? Isn't there some sort does her vote not count? I was thinking that too. Like, is that like the disclaimer? You know, in full. Uh, yeah, okay, full disclosure. Because I think you do have to mention it, because otherwise it's going to come out on all the blogs next yeah, week. Right. And let's see. Oh, and I had a brief affair with you over there. And, <laughs> exactly. And, and oh my God, remember that hot weekend we spent oh, in Merced? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, and the film I have of you. So, uh, right. Okay. And the, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, 
you know, I, I would be a little bit nervous if I were the other band, you know, other groups. Yeah. You know, but um, I, I don't think it's going to be an issue. I, I don't either. I think, I, I think they will move I, on at a justifiable time. Yeah, I without, think their their days are a little bit numbered as well. Yeah. And again, all of these things, it's just the difference of, look, you have to take the song and make it a, a whole new being. Yes. And it's not just a bunch of people singing. All of those voices have to create a, a whole new entity. Mm-hmm. And if there's parts of that entity that are missing... And you've got to figure out how to create a full entity, right? And and these some of these groups don't have that entity yet. So some do. With the first four, you ag- agreed with me that Sonos should have been. I was, was really surprised that yeah. they weren't the ones to go. Well, the other reason that just from a kind of TV production standpoint, I was surprised that they didn't keep Messiah's Men just because their story yeah. is fascinating, right? You know yeah. um, that you know this group from Liberia who landed in Minnesota. Yeah. The land know. of our people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The Scandinavians. You know, Woohoo. Yeah. You know. I, I just I just thought that was a mistake from a sort of heart strings. They they cut they cut out the sentimental. But here's the thing that I don't really get about it. Um there is later on we got to see um the North Shore. Yes. Right? Yes. North Shore who represents a very specific type of a cappella. Yep. As does Messiah's Men. Yes. They rec- they represent a very sort of gospel yep. sort of, you know, it, granted, it wasn't, you know, perfect, but it wasn't bad. I thought right. it was a very good representation of that type of, you yep. know, music. And I thought it did a better job of that than Sonus did of, of their, whatever of their they version, were trying yeah. to do. And, and if they were using effect pedals in their show and stuff, and, and that works, and that's that's awesome. That's great. Good for you. That's wonderful. Keep doing that. Yeah, but if you don't have them, figure out how to do it. Yeah. So I didn't quite understand where they figured, okay, well, we'll just send them home because we weren't, you know, into the people get ready or I don't know. I, didn't I don't it. know either. But one of the – so when Messiah's men uh, got voted off, um, they're – but they're uh, – I don't remember what it was. Their finale, their swan song was beautiful. And yes, Jesse and I noted this last week, the two groups that got noted, that got uh, voted off last week were the best during their swan song. And and uh, Messiah's Men were the best during their swan song this week. Because they did that was, thing we were looking for. They, they you know, they, they lifted yeah, us up. Yeah. And it was a pseudo gospel sort of song. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was strictly gospel, but mm-hmm. and I don't remember it either. And I forgot to write it down. Yeah. I was stunned that they were leaving. Here's the weird thing about that, though. Yeah. you have to you have to practice your swan, your swan song. song and be ready every, to sing it and be ready to sing. It's kind of like you have to load the executioner's rifles uh-huh. for them. You know, make sure the bullets are <laughs> polished. Okay, okay. You know, it's just kind of weird. Okay, and then when we're leaving. Here's what we'll do. Yeah. It's just like, can't you just, you know, okay. All and right. it happens every week. Yeah. Look forward hey, to it. Hey, what are you going to do when you get kicked off? Oh, my God. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I, I think I had a couple of um, uh, titles that they were going to sing that they uh, they didn't get to. So. No, no, they, okay. didn't. no they, they didn't. They didn't. So we had a brief interlude. I sent you a couple of links that you haven't had a chance to watch yet of know. Committed, who were the winners from last season, who were awesomely fantastic they made mm-hmm. me cry practically every time they sang because mm-hmm. they were they're so talented and mm-hmm. so they sang just a little bit of a song that i went oh my god i love this song 
I know it's really embarrassing that I love music and they just keep singing. You just love a lot of songs. I do. It's not embarrassing. You're a great fan. Um, I am a great fan, and I'm buying that on iTunes tonight when I get home because it was fantastic. That little piece that they did was really awesome. And did you know what they did? Did you notice what they did? They just opened their mouth and sang. Uh, They didn't inflect. They didn't try to push. They didn't do any sort of you know. They just said, "Here's the note." It's coming from the base of my soul. I'm telling you, you are going to love them when you watch some of their pieces. You are going to love them. Good. good. You will. I know you will. Because I know you. Okay. Uh, Okay. So then we go on to uh, the next four. The next round. And we have the collective from Nashville. Okay. All soloists. Hmm. Put together by Jeremy, who is from Street Corner Symphony, the runners-up of last week, which you are going to love. I sent you there the link of their Down on the Corner. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is okay. awesome. Okay. Um, and Jeremy's brother, Justin, Joshua, I can't write my notes, read my notes, um, but his brother is, is one of the singers in this group, and uh, they sang Rolling in the Deep by Adele. Yeah. Take it away, Steve, because I know you have things to say about this. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a style of vocal that, uh, just drives me up the wall and it's the nasal soul. Yeah. It's when you put the whole voice right here, right here. and then you have to do the frill on top of that. Yeah. And it's not, it, it, it just sounds really irritating. Yeah. You know, um, your skin and a cat and... <laughs> It there's and the, what was really frustrating about it is the girl that was doing it when she finally did open up yes and you know use her whole body f- for the voice she was great and I was watching that and I kept thinking instead of being with her in that moment I kept thinking why didn't you do that at the beginning yes why did you have to drop it way up here where it's just small and tinny uh huh um and then but then near the end there was like a weird effect she was doing where i thought they'd put a flanger on her because uh-huh. it was this was weird thing I, she should have gone up to sonus and worked with them cause right they had no effects pedals right but uh, it, it, <laughs> the end of that, that just got kind of messy that's exactly the word that i came up yeah. with as well yeah it just it it didn't sound uh Clear. It sound. It, it was undefined. Yeah. It was just. It was kind of all over the place. And yeah. and, and I didn't. And, and I wanted to love them because I love Jeremy. I, I figured his brother was going to be that same kind of you know singer. Their style is similar to Street Corner Symphony. But I wanted to love them, and I just. It it just didn't do it for me. Uh, and it, it might be a couple of things. Maybe they're still trying to find their way. Yeah. You know, maybe they're just trying to figure out who's doing what and everything. Or maybe they're all a bunch of individual artists who don't quite f- have that cohesive, you know, we've been working for years. You know, I don't have to push here because you have this covered. Right. You know, uh, we got to bring these two voices together to cover this part. Because sometimes a wall of sound is just a wall of sound. Yes. And not uplifting or anything or appealing or appealing right and um that's kind of how it was it was just a whole bunch of energy being pushed out without any sort of through line without anything that you can just follow the song with well and that's something that's really really important when you're talking about any kind of group endeavor again as you and i know because we've done <laughs> we've also done sketch comedy yes, together and uh I told you, Steve and I, we know each other very well. We've been yeah. together for a long time. Yeah. Um, and, John stole her know, away from me. Yeah, <laughs> right. No. <laughs> I true. stole John away from you is really oh, that's what how it was. was. I remember that's there was... 
Um, but, uh, you know, that that collective really needs to come together. And when it doesn't work, it's it's problematic. It's every uh, VH1 behind the music that we've yeah, seen, yeah, you know, yeah. and I think because they're soloists brought together, I think it might part be that they haven't found their groove yet, but it also just might be the the nature of being a bunch of individual artists coming together. They they may not hit their stride in time just because yeah. the egos and the and the sense of I've been alone mm-hmm. for so long, I don't really know how to be on a team. And that that's a good point because if you've been in Nashville, which, you know, yep. everybody just shows up and makes it there. Yeah. If you've been there <laughs> trying and trying and trying and you, you're not getting any headway over there – you're more inclined to grab anything. Yes, at this opportunity point, wise. Any opportunity. Yeah. Well, you've got ten people looking for that same opportunity. You've got ten individualists, so it's going to be really hard for them to say, "Look, everybody, step back. Mm-hmm. We're one voice. Nobody has to step up and take, you know, take this the star here." And what they've done already, if they've they've already positioned their their lead singer, whatever the black girl's name is, right? Uh, as a- a- April Avon. It was an A name. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, well, they've already kind of positioned her as, you know, you, you're the front you're the front girl. Well, I think that's a mistake. I think you really need to say we're all doing this. And, you know, if she's the front girl, well, then she's the front girl for just a real small amount of time. And then we're all coming in yeah. behind her. Yeah. And again, that thing that I love about acapella, when you have the blends of the of the voices, yes, you can have a lead singer, but I don't just want to keep watching one lead singer with a bunch of people going ooh-ah-ooh on ooh, the background. So. Right. Right. We'll we'll right. see how they we'll see how they come out. Yeah. Uh, so next we had uh, sold out from Wilsonville, Oregon, uh, and as they say in they sat in the South, God bless them. God bless them. God, God bless them. God bless their tender hearts. Yeah. God bless yeah, them. Yeah, they're a high school uh, choral group. Is yeah. essentially what they are. They were Glee. They're Glee. They're Glee. And that's what they said. Show we're, choir. They're real life mm-hmm. Glee. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to assume it's from a very wealthy community because it was pretty much a monochrome group. <laughs> um, and they did Aquarius, let the sunshine in. And you were shaking your head mistake. from the very beginning because, uh, oh, wait, where do we know that song from? Uh, everywhere. Yeah. And, it, oh, wait, we've sung it together. Yeah, again. Okay, it's not, it's not it. going to go on forever like this, I promise. No, but, um, but well, what I did say is, oh, where yeah. I've seen, oh, I've seen this from every high school exactly. choral group I've gone in. You've got a group of high school. The last thing you want to do is remind the judges we're a group of high school right. kids. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it really, as soon as they hit the first bit, I was like, you guys, this is just your standard, you know, this is what you do for your spring course Right, it's, it's their finale song yeah. of the big, yeah, exactly, yeah. the spring, the spring social spring or whatever. fling or whatever right. you're going to call it, including right. the stupid... Headbands. Yeah, the outfits and everything. Well, I have to say, I hated their wardrobe. And I talked last week about how much I love the wardrobe and was really impressed with the wardrobe all throughout last week's episode. But I hated their wardrobe this week because it looked um, homemade versus handmade is right. a distinction that I right. make. Um, their skirts looked like they hadn't been pressed right. It just it was it was really bland, really boring, and they looked everything about them looked not quite polished. Everything about what they did looked to me like they had shown up right off the bus yeah. to compete with a bunch of other high school bands, yeah. high school choral groups right. for a little regional sort of trophy. Mm-hmm. They, I, there was nothing about it where I said you're not going to step this up. For a national competition, yep, and um, 
and and then to top it off, when they finally will let the sun shine, you know, yes. the second half that's supposed to pop, that's supposed to get everybody on their feet, that's supposed to get everyone, it was flat. They didn't do anything. They just kind of well, like, it was the standard arrangement that I was singing along because I knew the part. <laughs> yeah. I've sung it hundreds of times, yeah. and the the they stuck with the standard arrangement that you can pick up at your music store down the street until the very end, the last twenty mm-hmm. seconds or so. They had some some you know little bits here and there that were different from that standard right. arrangement, but they really stuck to it all the way through. And I thought, well, you can't possibly even compare to these other groups that are singing, you know, intricate arrangements and really difficult uh, harmonies and right. and really standing out. And and you're doing your awesome spring fling show yeah, choir. You're, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're going you're going on the same stage with a bunch of college and you know professional musicians. Yes. yes. And this is what you're going to bring. Yeah. So, you know, as soon as they were done, we just looked at each other and went. Okay, goodbye. Get ready for the bus. Yeah, get ready for the bus. Long ride back to Oregon. I mean, they they had everybody. I think they were probably very good for a high school group. Last season, we did, we had a high school group on as well that really were surprising. And these guys weren't, they were just lackluster. And, you know, God bless them. God bless them. I'm sure they're all bless their hearts. That's the one I really meant to say. Bless their hearts. you know they, they they're just they they lack maturity and that will come and they'll have a great time but they do have Ethan in their group who is the new Clay Aiken he looked oh, yeah. exactly like Clay yes, Aiken it was a little bit odd to me and yes, Sarah I think mentioned that we'll see we'll guy. see Ethan on um, American Idol sure you know half of these kids will just I'm shift sure, over course. there of but course. that's why I was wondering if they have a conductor or an arranger or something somebody that could have stepped up and said um, hmm. You know, this is how it's going to – this is somebody that could have stepped up and said, guys, you're making a mistake. Well, it could have been that because they're high school students, they're they're probably not music students necessarily. They're still in high school for goodness sake. It, it, <coughs> so sorry. Bless it you. could just be that they didn't have the chops to be able to do some of these more intricate harmonies and some of the more difficult parts of the arrangement. And so they just they just stuck with what they knew. I don't know. I would have, like I mentioned, I think I would have gone back to like a 40s or I just would not have put it right in the middle of of that choice. You know, mack the knife, do anything to throw everybody off and just go, oh, wait a minute. There's something more here than a group of high school kids. Yeah. Or figure out a way that you're going to take that standard and really own it. Yes. And really make it big. But you know what? God bless them. Bless their their hearts. hearts. So. Okay, so then we move on to North Shore, uh, um, the Boston doo-wop group. Uh, First of all, loved their accents yes. when they were talking. Well, I this can't is, even do this it. This is old school uh, street corner. Street corner. We need Kevin singing. in here. He could, yeah, I know. Kevin we could. could do it for so uh, doo-wop on the street with a gallon of Zinfandel. I'm yeah. like, I want to be their alto. Yeah. yeah. Can I please sing with those guys? Five guys. I, I would say all of them are easily over 55. Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, they were showing pictures when they were doing the disco thing. Yeah. Uh, two of them been working together for a long time. The bass. Oh just when my th- God, Thomas was his name. <laughs> they were doing an interview, and they were. First it was just a voiceover. Spoke. It's like I wonder who that is. He's got this low. I mean, voice you could you just, feel it. I know. I'm listening to him go. You know, that guy could talk you out of anything. He could absolutely talk you. Like he, he, you know, like, you don't really need that card. No, <laughs> I hear. I don't. Take it. You know, and and. They were old school, and they just they a perfect choice. They came out and they did Run Around Sue. Yeah, which and what did I say? 
Oh my God, I love I this love song. That song. Um, <laughs> Which is a great choice. As soon as they yes. started it, you, you could feel the energy. You could feel it. People started clapping. Everybody was into it because they said, this is who we are. Right. This is what we do. Sit back and we're going to school you. Because that's what they were. Th- this was their signature song. That's mm-hmm. what everybody was supposed to do today. Mm-hmm. They do their signature song. And so mm-hmm. they just, they, they absolutely stepped up to it. The only thing about it. Yeah. The only thing about it. And they're going to have to take a hard look at this because they, they didn't open it up. Right. They, the, there were too many spots of Runaround Sue where there's nothing there. Yeah. You have to carry a note over. You have to fill in that gap. Otherwise, we're talking dynamics again. Mm-hmm. They they weren't doing that. And like I was saying in there, it they can easily become a uh, oldies radio station, which is kind of cool to listen to for like maybe three songs. And, right. then and then you're, you're flipping back to, yeah. you know, give some Foo Fighters. So, um, well, and as I told you last episode or last season, there was a doo-wop group from Oakland. Um, and I can't remember. It was somebody and the somebodies. Uh, and they made it into the top five. And because they were really traditional, but they were more that kind of temptations uh-huh. sort of uh, thing. These guys, I think, are a little more versatile. Yeah. And um, and they've got such personality and such stage presence. And Guy was the lead. Yeah. He ju- you just want to hang out with him. Right. And like Sarah said, you guys feel like family to right. me. And right. I think that's going to carry them a long way. I think it will too. And I think they do have the depth that they can do stuff like Mac Benef. They can yep. do some of the 40s. They can do a lot of the standards and make it their own. And and they're, they're bringing just this wealth of just experience where it's an opportunity to sit back and go, okay, guys. And so all of the youngsters... They were yeah. sitting there going, hey, I'm, I'm thinking, no, don't be clapping and waving. Settle down and listen uh, yeah. and watch because you're being schooled here yes. about how to sing. Yes. So they were great. I liked them. I did I, too. I hope you know, they tighten a few things up, but I, I think you're right. I think we're going to see them for a while. I think so too. Uh, then we had the Deltones from the University of Delaware singing Feels Like Home and uh, not written by Curtis Mayfield. Um, <laughs> by Randy Newman, made famous by Bonnie Raitt. Um, they had that nasal lead, which you and I both can't stand. Yeah. Um, I, it, it, I, I thought it was not a good showcase song really more than anything. It, it just it, sort of like, it yeah, was, okay. it was 15 people that, um, sang mm-hmm. and that was it. Mm-hmm. it, it I would have, if you're going to have a single, you know, just a single voice up there. Yes. Then let her be a single voice for a little bit. Give her a line. Give her two lines. But they had her up here, and then they're trying to do this, you know, slow. And I'm like, oh, well, okay, but where's your dynamics now? Yeah. So that was a problem with that yep. is they started here and then just hovered. And they yeah. didn't take it anywhere. And and they even a lot of the other uh, groups had really good stage presence, and they really figured out, with the exception of the high school groups, how to, you know, really – you know, utilize what they had, and they just kind of huddled behind her. It kind of seemed like we're all too afraid to really, you know, do anything. Mm-hmm. We're going to let her do this. Mm-hmm. And by the time they kind of opened it up, I was too bored to care. Yeah. Plus, you have to remember where you're coming off of. I'm, they don't have control about the order they're going on. Right. But if you're coming off of um, North Shore, yep. if, if that was a group that went before you, <laughs> You better get your dynamic up. You better get your energy up to meet that. Right. Otherwise, you know, there's a there's a thing in comedy where you always want to follow a good comedian mm-hmm. because the energy's there and it's a little bit easier. Well, in music, it's a little different. 
if you follow a really good band, you better step up because they now the audience wants that same energy. That's right. And they didn't do that's that. That's right. They huddled down. They got quiet. They got small, which is fine. But you, you, you well, because that, your that's what that song lends itself to. But you need to bring you, dynamically. Yes. Yeah. That's fine. Choose any song you want. I'm just saying, make sure that you take your your listener somewhere. Mm-hmm. If if you think of a song as a film. Every time you see the movie, you don't want to see the same scene over and over and over. So in that one, it was a loop. That was like Groundhog Day without the funny. You just kept seeing the same <laughs> and scene. And that's not good. That's not good. That's so, not good. So, but, you know, it. what a cool show. Yeah. <laughs> it really is a cool show. So I want to go to commercial now, and then we'll do a little bit of a wrap-up and uh, talk okay. some more about the sing-off. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Genesis is a drama queen. This is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-
so watch out for them. Okay. I think I think it's kind of kind of be the girls and the boys, you know. Delilah, which is the new kind of more edgy, sexy, uh, you know, flashy group against kind of you know the North Shore, which has this gravitas and this charm of of the old school group singing. I think that's yeah. you know sort of what I'm going to be looking at next yeah. week. It's going to be I, exciting though. Yeah, I. I Again, you know, there's there's a couple of things I can kick North Shore out. You know, they, yeah, they yeah. choose the wrong song at yeah. the wrong time. Exactly. But um, I think we'll see a few more go before before I th- they. Leave. I think so too. Do you want to guess which one? Maybe the next one, or do we next one out? Yeah. Well, you haven't seen half of them, so you don't know. But from this group, okay, yeah. Tell me what you think. Who you think is going to be out next? Sonos. <laughs> Uh, and I'm trying to think of the the critique that they were saying, but if I had to choose two, I would say either Sonos yeah. or Pentonics. Pentonics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say one of those two are probably going to go. Yeah. So next week is going to be a two, another two, it must be another two hours because they've got 12 groups. They're singing two songs each. So that will those have to be two hours. Songs. Yeah, it'll have to be two hours. Because this um, is eight groups with. Two songs. One song. Mm-hmm. What was it three hours? They're just gonna make them go fast. They'll make them go fast. I hope. I don't. I haven't checked, so I don't know. You get but four notes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna also play name that tune. Um. But so tell me, what is your overall sense of the show? What do you think of the sing off? I bullied you into watching. You bullied me in. And what do you think? I I, I like it. I really do. Um. It, it's it, you, whenever you think acapella, you go oh. Uh, you know, it starts here, it goes in. And, yeah. But this is not the case. They are very good at taking energy, repackaging it, you know, figuring out what they can do. Uh, I like it because when it doesn't work, it's pretty obvious. You can tell. Yeah, you can tell. And uh, there's nowhere to hide. That's what I really mm-hmm. like about it. You know, you can't kind of hide behind the guitar. You can't do any of that stuff. You absolutely have to work as a team. Yep. If there was ever a sport in music... It's mm-hmm. this because mm-hmm. if you're not pulling your own part or, or you didn't, you know, practice hard enough or you missed like like uh, North Shore where he missed that final top. Yeah. Note, oh, yeah. That was those that little was things. Yeah. As much as Nick Latchy likes to say, uh, you know, the littlest <laughs> thing. Uh, and that's really true. Yes. So that's you're kind of looking to, you know, and and um, it'll be interesting when the judges finally start to like use their expertise to start you know i mean i don't want them to go all you know the english oh they won't they won't they don't you know they don't have to be obnoxious about it they they absolutely don't but i I like it i do i really like it and you you know me and tv shows and you know i'm kind of like yeah uh, you watch two tv shows i'm getting to be a curmudgeon Ah. so um yes thank you for bullying me you're welcome god i hope next week there's songs you like (laughs) because that was brutal Uh, oh god i love this I don't know how much popcorn you threw at the screen. <laughs> um, uh, and hey, listeners out there, if you get a chance, take a look at my website, TamaraCentral.com. I don't sing on it at all. Not mm. anything. But there are things to see. Um, Steve's and his son, Nicholas, have Nicholas? done did the music, uh, some of the music for Serial Buddies, right. the new film that we you all have worked on. got a few on. songs in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when Serial Buddies comes your way, check it out. You can also find it on IMDb just to, if, so you can learn a little bit of something about it. Um, but that's all we have for plugs right now. Um, looking forward to next week on the sing-off. 
So anything else you got? No, just, you know, learn to sing before you get in front of a camera. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. I am Tamara Berg with Steve Bottomley. We are going to say see you next week for the sing-off. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.